TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to Wendy's Way with your host, Wendy Stewart, Fortnite's show featuring everyday people on their wellness journeys, living inspiring lives with courage and passion. Welcome everyone to this episode of Wendy's Way. I'm your host, Wendy Stewart. Thank you for tuning in. Today, I am absolutely delighted to be sitting in a truly stunning location here in Melbourne with an amazing human being. I'm so happy to be at the Wellness Barn in the beautiful basin, which is a suburb of Melbourne, not actually a basin, people. And I'm about to have a chat with this gorgeous soul that I've been privileged to know for quite a number of years now. I am sitting here and I'm about to chat with the amazing Krishna Dutton. Thank you, Krishna, for having me here today. Now, Krishna has a background in social welfare and community services, case management, mental health, homelessness, aged care, dementia, and carer support. Krishna is also a musical director. Krishna has created the Wellness Barn to educate, empower, and provide life balance to all of us. I've been so fortunate to be at the Wellness Barn on quite a few occasions and experience all that is offers. And one day, Krishna and I were just chatting away, and I came to discover that she has quite had quite a journey with wellness, specifically with fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue, which she continues to battle, manage, and overcome. Krishna shared her story with me, and upon hearing it, I believed we both thought it was important to share and help and empower anyone out there who might need it, might be dealing with the same. So I've had a, I've asked her to please come on the show today and be a voice of hope for all of those out there that might need it. So welcome, Krishna, again. Thank you so much, Wendy, for having me. I was going to say having me. Well, I think I'm, you're actually having me here. So really lovely. We're in Krishna's beautiful, shall we say, um, center studio beautiful space of being so i don't know it's just beautiful and i hope those of you in melbourne might get a chance to come and experience the wellness barn and there is just the most divine energy and such great energy in this room like there is in this whole space of yours and i'm so privileged to be here Thank you so much. So I'm going to just go back really briefly. I know we had a conversation about this years ago and we said one day we were going to record this show. Well, today is one day. So for those who may not know Krishna, I don't know if you want to just tell them a little bit briefly about yourself and how fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue presented itself into your life. I guess from... You know, just from the time I can remember, yes. I always had a lot of pain in my body. Okay. And I also had a lot of anxiety. Right. And um, and especially um, sensitivity. And the sensitivity was um, often very strong in my body. Um, so as I grew up... I found that I cared so much about everyone and everything. Yes. I forgot to look after me. Right. <laughs> I think that's a common thing. I think are we all do? guilty of that yeah. in so many ways. Exactly. So, yes. Yeah. So um, going through school and, um, you know, just life was a real struggle sure. because getting out of bed, um, you know, anything to do with, you know, being under pressure, 
I would just fold and cry right, and, right. you know, it, it was a really tough time. So school must have been really difficult for you, you know, in the mainstream school. That would have been very very difficult for you to navigate all of that. It was it was difficult and, uh, and I guess it was I never quite fitted in. Right. Um, I always felt that, you know, um, I couldn't do the things I wanted to do. Sure. Couldn't play the sports. Um, couldn't get up, even though I was singing in Talent Quest, I was absolutely petrified. Oh, my goodness, yes. Um, most people didn't see that, of course, so I guess there was some sort of resilience there. Um, so, yeah, so I guess I, I just found myself getting tired. Um, it was probably what brought it to a head was... I was had my children. Yes. Um, and I ended up, we went to America. Yes. We were um, doing all the lovely things families do. <laughs> sure, you know, sure. The sure. kitty stuff. Um, so we were actually in, um, not Disneyland, the other one. Um, yeah, anyway, one of those theme parks. Sure, sure. And I was in a Dodgem car. Right. And um, my husband at the time and my son and daughter were in the back Dodgem car and they ran into me. Oh, my. And this started me on the um, the back issues. Right. So I ended up with major back issues. Yes. And having lots of procedures and everything. And eventually what happened was um, I went and saw a rheumatologist after many, many different procedures. So up until all of this, you're still living your normal life, you're working, you're a mum, you're on, you know, obviously active in your children's school and committees and all the things mums and dads do and, you know, as you do to support your children through school while you're still managing this pain that's manifesting in your back, presenting in your back at this time. Yeah, Yeah. Wow. It was, it was always there and everything was a real struggle, but I didn't really understand what it was. Right. And I guess when I discovered, um, you know, that my back was really bad, um, I went and saw a rheumatologist right. because that's where I got told to go. Um, and he actually diagnosed me with fibromyalgia. My goodness. Right. And it was like, well, what do I do? Well, we went through lots of different procedures. Uh, so many, I can't even, you know. Sure. So can I just, sorry, interrupt there for a moment. So what is fibromyalgia? Fibromyalgia is chronic pain. Yes. And it's um, it's like a, a, it could never be seen. Yes. So it was like a hidden pain stress, uh, physical aching, tiredness, um, someone come up and just say hi and slap yeah. you on the arm. Yes, as a lot of people do. You would do. be like, oh, the, the, the soreness, was okay. the pain was so intense. Right. I would just 
kind of, you know, just staying there. You kind of recoil from that touch kind of thing, which, you know. Oh, and imagine being a human and not being able to be hugged or touched or held would be just, you know, it would have been horrendous for you, Krishna. It was. It was quite intense, but you you don't realise that. No. Only when you start talking, which I might say as I'm talking about this, it is kind of bringing up yeah, stuff. Oh. So, you know, um, the emotional stuff Definitely. involved in, in all of Definitely. that. And I guess it was about that merry-go-round. The merry-go-round of going to this doctor, going to this right. procedure, on the medical merry-go-round. So there's test after test, there's a diagnosis, then there's more medication, and then there's another treatment, and there's a, you know, you're just on that on that ever-spinning wheel kind of thing. yeah. So you're dealing with fibromyalgia, you've got chronic pain, but you've still got a family to look after, yourself, your husband, and all the things that you do. How on earth did you ever manage, I mean, before they actually diagnosed something? how Did you just think that was normal? I think I did. Wow, okay. Yeah. And when I look back, I think, how did I do that? How did you survive? Like, I'm sitting here and I've known you for a long, you know, quite a while now, and I'm just sitting here going, how did you cope? How did you manage, you know, yeah. just physically? How did you even survive it? I think when I look back, I think, you know, um, it was about doing the things I enjoyed doing, I being that. with my children sure, and, um, and working and um, singing and you know having a lovely singing group for many years to entertain the aged um and just just my friendships yes yes um i when i look back i think wow you know the conversation was often about how's your back how's your back right i get it i became that oh the back pain yeah you became the pain right yeah Yeah. so so you get diagnosed, you've got, you you know, there's a label put on it mm. and you're going down the, you know, the what you believe your doctors, you're listening to what the doctors are telling you, you're doing all that. What makes you then go to look for something alternative? Obviously Western pharmaceutical medicine wasn't assisting at the time. No. no. The, um, you know, I was put on anti-inflammatories, wow. antidepressants. Sure. I was on so many tablets that I just did not feel myself. I, I just felt like I was in not in control. Right. And what actually happened was I got sick from taking the medication. So um, I, I'm trying to think how I actually got into it, but someone said, why don't you go to this lady (laughs) it always starts with Um, a friend going why don't you go and see this lady yes 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 um so i went off to this lady and uh didn't really know what she was going to do for me but anything (laughs) was better than what was going on and um she gave me reiki beautiful and and even when i say that word it just you you fed your whole I know, I know the lovely listeners can't see it, but Chris's, Krishna's face just totally changed yeah. and so did mine. And I think both of us just went, Because <laughs> <laughs> we both, you know, we both, we both do Reiki on ourselves yeah. and others as well and it's just yeah. the most beautiful modality. And I think I've shared with you I discovered Reiki by accident as well yeah. after my – after one of my many um, medical procedures, we were up on holidays and I saw this sign saying Reiki in this window and it just attracted me 
to that sign and mm. I don't I can't explain it. I don't need to explain it. Yeah. But I just I was a convert after that first session. Yeah, so yeah. and I'm grateful that we have that. So you yeah. go to your first Reiki session yeah. and you have Reiki and you feel better. And I start I feel a lot of emotion. Okay. Yes. And it was just releasing. Yes, yes. And I remembered um <laughs> actually coming home and crying, but I had to travel quite away. So um but I did this for quite some time. For yes. About um probably three months okay. where I would go once a week. Yes. And um and then I just thought I've got to I've got to know more about yes. this. Yes. Yes. And fortunately my girlfriend was a reiki master. Yeah, I love it. And a kinesiologist. There you go. <laughs> and then um I went to naturopath, so I've done it all. And but I have to say the the energy was always there within me, and it, it just flows and um and it, it was like yeah something was releasing yeah. through my body yeah and I think you you've shared with me before that you really believe the power is within all of us nice. the abilities yeah. are in within all of us Absolutely. and I, I'm not saying that some of us you know some of us don't need Western medicine I'm not saying that at all but there's space for everything within us and there's so much we can do if we tap into that part of ourselves that there is knowledge in there there is wisdom in there or we go and meet someone who you know introduces us to a different modality whether it's massage reiki um and everything that you and i have experienced in our lives and i think i and i I think you would say the same that the moment you tap into all of this you can never unknow it no and then you know that there's that inner wisdom yeah and then you, it's you up to you to take it forward and yeah. manifest wellness for yourself. For sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I guess um, what I was experiencing, I, I felt empowered. Yes. This was my body. This was happening inside me. So it didn't matter what was going on outside Very true. of me. I was I was able to go into this place and I still do. Yes. You know, where I just allow the the energy to flow and heal. Sure. So you started Reiki treatment for what you were dealing with, which was chronic fatigue, chronic pain, yeah. fibromyalgia, and Reiki starts to make a difference because yeah. you're unlocking all those layers, as you just said, yeah. and helping yourself heal. Yeah. So how? what was the next part of your journey? So you've experienced it. Then you decide you need to find out more about it. Yeah. And then you become a practitioner. Yeah. How wonderful. Yeah. And um, and then you know I then became became a master. So and it's like I love teaching Reiki because it's about that self care. Definitely. And everything I've learned, I'd have to say Reiki has been the the um, the most um, resonated most with me. Sure. But then I went into learning about mindfulness and meditation. And affirmations, I love them, and Absolutely. expressing yourself, you know, in whatever way you need to. Um, and, you know, that's how, why I'm here today because I do that as a, a ritual every day, you know. That, which is beautiful, which and, is absolutely beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I feel, I have to say I feel so blessed because even times when I feel um anxious yes 
anxiety has been a big part of my life. Um, also, you know, um, the the pain sometimes is still there. Yes. But I can actually just sit and be with it and allow whatever needs to come up and, you know, loving kindness. Definitely. You know, self-compassion. I learned mindfulness, self-compassion, you know, and being able to just bring in all of these tools I just get excited about it. As you can see. I know. I wish we were video recording this and maybe one day we have to video record. But but from what you're saying, and, you know, I've been lucky to experience lots of what you've experienced as well, you know, with the different modalities. But I think what's so crucial and what the whole point of this episode I want it to be, which you're helping me, is to share with people out there there's so many options to heal. Mm. There is so We're not saying one is better than the mm. other. And just because it resonated with you and I it doesn't mean it's going to resonate no. with them. But there's so much else to do, like, you know, meditation, mindfulness, kinesiology, Reiki, art. Yeah. And one of my mantras, and you know I say this all the time, is be kind to yourselves always. It's not a flippant line. I really, that's my mantra. That's what I believe in it. Yeah. Because I really believe, Krishna, like you, we have to be kind to ourselves first because how can we then be of any use to anybody else if we're not okay with us and who we are? Absolutely. And fill our cups first exactly. before we can help anyone. I was in a carer support program for a long time as a case manager and ran groups for carers about self-care. And I used to always say to them, I give them the tools so that they can actually use them to look after themselves first, you know, when they're caring for someone, you know. So um, it it is about that self-love, self-compassion, because without that, we we can't do anything. It's, exactly. That's where it starts. Exactly. And I think we need people like yourself and other practitioners of these modalities to introduce us to them, to teach us, to empower us with the tools to manage. Yeah. You know, whether it's burning a beautiful aromatherapy oil or having an affirmation to say or doing a bit of meditation, just sitting and being mindful or just sitting still and having a beautiful cup of peppermint tea like we were just before. It's all simple things of self-care that don't cost a fortune. It don't have to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on them, but it's just empowering people to to know that there are options and no one is alone. Bit like going into a shop, and yes. What you need, yes, correct, you know, correct, to nurture you, yes. And it's like um, there's so many modalities out there, yes. I do a lot of them, yes. Um, and it's like one day I might do a bit more of this, or I might do a bit more of that, you know. But I think probably one of the most powerful things to do is be in nature, yes, and really nurture yourself and being mindful, living in the now. I I love that living in the now. It's just it it just encompasses everything. And I suppose that's something that I try to do. I'm not gonna say do because <laughs> I, I love every that. now and again I, you know, I kind of yeah, kind of have to pull myself yeah. back into the now. Yes. And um, and just embrace, yeah, whatever works for you. Um, 
Yeah, it can be dancing. It can be playing tennis. Tennis, anything. What, whatever you want to do, you know. Exactly. And I think I think we get so caught up in the busy of our yeah. lives. Yeah. I, you know, I've tried really hard since, oh, probably since December, to get the get my life unbusy. Yeah. It, it doesn't always work, but, yeah. and, you know, there are things we all want to do and need to do and have to do and we do with love. Yeah. But there's also a time to just go, no, I think I think I might just need to be right yeah. now and that's yeah. okay. And in our crazy hurried world, that's not, that's not the norm and I really hope everybody listening will at least even maybe just take five minutes and just go out in their gardens or their balconies yeah. or just out in the street or wherever they are and just be, go and look at a tree, just do something like that or make a cup of tea and just sit still. I, I say this on every podcast I get yeah, an opportunity yeah, to, please just have just have a me moment. Or place your hand on your heart. heart. That's it. Simple. You know, just, yeah, there's so many different ways and we all we all nurture in different ways. So just remember to do the things that you love to do um, because you, you're actually giving yourself a gift and you des- all deserve it. I think they all do. I hope they all heard you and will do that. I hope so. So, Krishna, just moving on from that, what are some of the things you do? Like I think I asked you this question the last time we were chatting on a podcast. What is like daily rituals, daily things? Mm. I call them non-negotiables as well that, you know, I know what I need to do, but what does Krishna need to do every day to just keep you going and getting you through each beautiful day? Well, fortunately, I have a beautiful view out my window. Yes, you do. (laughs) It's gratitude for my surrounds, for my life, the way it is, for the wellness I have. Yes. Um, And um, my journey. And I guess it's about just using Reiki as soon as I wake up. Sure. Um, Doing mindfulness. Uh, meditation, visualization, um, always having a big drink of water as soon as I wake up and, uh, and just being, picking up a card, an affirmation card that will set my intention for yes. the day. Breathing, just breathing in and just taking in everything that we have that we often take for granted. We do. We really do. And just breathing out and just letting it flow and, and you know, seeing what the day brings. So I suppose that's, yeah, being around Perfect, nature, absolutely. Nature, and, I mean, nature. yes, certainly you're in the one of the most beautiful part of the Dandenong Ranges yeah. here. I accept that. Yeah. But I, and I'm not. I'm about half an hour away. But yeah. at the same time, all of us have that little space. Or so even if you're doing it when you're, you know, lying yeah. in bed. You don't Absolutely. have to, you know, you don't have to have the most magnificent yeah. view like you do or anything like that. Or even just, as I said before, just go out in your garden, just go look at a tree, just do something that just gives you that one moment of connection with beautiful Mother Earth and Father Sky. Yeah. So as you said, so, yeah, you know, beautiful. And let's move on to this amazing facility you have here called the Wellness Barn. Yeah. It literally is a barn which you have built and it's stunning. And I know you have lots of classes and workshops here. So I was just wondering if you would share with my lovely listeners 
what the wellness barn is, the services you offer and the facilities that, you know, the classes that you have and how they can find you. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so the wellness barn is a double-storey barn and upstairs I actually have my own practice as a Reiki practitioner master and also I do um, intuitive heart um resonance up there so that's a a session of um, a couple of hours and um, so the Reiki is you know 60 to 90 minutes yes Um, so and then I run meditations on a Tuesday night here yes uh, where I use everything we talked about um, and it's never never the same no they go here she goes again, changing things around. But and I, I mean, I've been lucky enough to experience a couple of treatments and, you know, times with you and two are never the same and they never will be. But oh. I think, but I think you just embrace whatever comes and you've taught us to just embrace whatever happens and yeah. just, you know, go with it. And, yeah. you know, Krishna will start singing or Krishna will start chanting and you're just like, right, okay, keep going, <laughs> beautiful, keep going. So, you know, which is just lovely. And how do people find you? I know you have a yeah. website. So my website is www.thewellnessbarnthebasin.com. Yes. That's right. And you can find me on Facebook, which under The Wellness Barn, Life Balance Training and Consultancy. Perfect. All these links will be on the episode notes when the show yeah. goes live. Beautiful. So people can find you. They yes. can, you know, there's, I think you've got mobile contact as well. So they I can have. call you and make a booking, you know, make an appointment to come and see you or yeah. come and experience your workshops, come and experience your meditation and just be prepared for wherever the journey goes, I yes. think, really. Yeah. Which is awesome. So as we wrap up our time today, if there was one thing you could say to my lovely listeners who might be just diagnosed with fibromyalgia or experiencing some mm-hmm. form of chronic pain, is there one thing from all your journey so far that you could say to them that might help in some small, beautiful way? Yeah. Uh, So what I would say is never give up. I would say be open. Try everything that feels right for you. Absolutely. And be kind to yourself. That's what I say. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being on my show today, Krishna. It's been an absolute blessing to have you. And I mean that with all my heart because thank you for the time. Thank you for the space. Thank you for bringing your beautiful Krishna energy to the Wendy's Way podcast today. Thank you, Wendy. I really appreciate thank you. you having me on the podcast. Thank you very much. Namaste to you and many blessings. So thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Wendy's Way. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, feel free to share it with your family and friends. Please share it on your social media. And if you want, you can subscribe to my show on iTunes. And there's also the Android version. And please help us spread the Wendy's Way message. For all things Wendy's Way, you can follow me on Facebook. Instagram, check out my website, which is all the W's, wendysway.com.au. I thank you again, Krishna, for being on my show today. Thank you to the Wellness Couch. Thank you to the Wellness Couch behind the scenes people who put this podcast together. I look forward to catching you on the next episode of my show. Until then, please remember it takes a village 
Be kind to yourself always and bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.